So this is Mike Kegler here with Brad Sturdy, Kedrick Prince. We're doing the instant take on the 15 to 13 loss. Illinois falls in the final moments to an Iowa team that they played toe to toe pretty much most of the game. And, you know, in the end, this one feels like the Illini were at least the equivalent of Iowa, but yet walk away with the loss a little bit of disarray towards the end of the game, particularly with the uh, fourth and two, which you called a timeout, and then you had to change what you were going to do. Brad, what were your thoughts uh, coming out of this game and especially, you know, what happened there in the fourth quarter? Well, I mean, I thought this was a battle of two pretty evenly matched teams. Um, and then it comes down to coaching. And Iowa outcoached Illinois. Um, I put that firmly on. The coaching staff. They lost this game. Uh, yeah, yeah, players have to make plays. You know, they got to catch the balls. They drop, but you're the one who put them out there. It's your job to get guys who can make plays. And, and and I just feel like this Iowa team, the difference between them and Illinois is so small. Um, you know, it's like, you know, they are literally, I mean, we, we often talk about how Illinois lost, you know, the, all the NFL defensive back last year. Well, Iowa lost one this week, right? Yep. They lost their NFL defensive back this week. And they still look pretty good on D. Um, and so if yardage was the same, it's just a matter of, you know, getting the guys in the right position. I mean, how many times are you going to get a pass knocked down before we maybe get a more, you know, roll them out, get them out of the pocket, put standing up in, their, in the pocket. Just lots of things that just don't make sense. Then at the end, you waste your time out um, on that play. And I don't know. I mean, that was here. clearly what Iowa said. You know, Illinois said we're going to have quick throws which sounds great, but then Iowa was playing to the quick throws by just getting their hands up. And, you know, you got a smaller quarterback back there, and I, I don't blame Paddock. I thought he was fine. Um, he did okay. I mean, against a really good defense. But you got to win these games. you got to find a way to win close games. And, and Iowa wins them. That's why they're 9-2. and two. And Illinois doesn't. That's why they're 5-6. and six. Illinois just can't have nice things. I mean, I they just can't. I don't – it's like that sometimes it's, it's like there's the, the curse – over the program, I mean, you're winning technically the whole game, and then the last you stop the run the whole game. Then you get a you get a run, you get to go ahead touchdown. You know, I it wasn't John Paddock. I thought he was solid. He, I mean, they put up 13 points, and I mean, they they did what they had to do to win the game. It's it's execution. I guess if I had one complaint, I mean. I do, I do think Barry Lenny Jr. did a good job of play calling today against Iowa's defense. But the one thing that I, I don't like, I, I think they become conservative. When they get a lead in the middle of the fourth quarter, they become really, really scared or hesitant, and you have to stay aggressive. Iowa is tough. That is a tough team. Sorry, Iowa fans, if you're listening, but you're not the 16th best team in the country when you only average like 9, 10, 11, 12 points a game. Not buying it. Um, Illinois went toe to toe with them, but like Brad said, I think there's just a couple coaching mistakes, you know. And right, I don't, you can't knock John Paddock. I mean, he gave them a chance to win today. He really did. I, I was impressed with them again. I mean, I was, but I just don't know if they are in tune together with certain things. And you know, because Brad always he told us, you know, once you know during media day that they look back and you know on every game and how they lose games. I'm gonna tell you, they. Even when they went to the Indiana game last week, you can't become conservative like that. Teams know you're going to do it. They study film. They're making millions of dollars a year, just like you are. You got to be aggressive and you got to make adjustments. That's 
my quick take. I I, I thought to me the the part where I felt like uh oh we're th- this could be the end was the 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 pump by Robertson that only went thirty five yards and you know it was a line drive. Um, I was like, oh great, and then of course at the same time to to make it even worse, you had Iowa return the ball seventeen yards. And then what was it? One or two players later was the pass interference holding. And it was like, wow, three, three bad things just when Iowa needed them. And, you know, the, the bottom line is, is the, the, the return was all Iowa, but the, the bad punt defensive holding, that was the Illini. So you gave them, you gave them two out of the three, uh, you know, down the stretch. And that's just something that you just cannot do when you're playing a team that's that's got the stellar defense that Iowa had. And I thought that at the end of the game, when Illinois was running the ball, I thought that Iowa delivered a boatload of hard hits and really slowed, took the air out of Illinois because they're just running the ball. So that all of a sudden, Reggie Love is a, is a human target for that defense. And I really felt like there was, it was just a real challenge for the Illini to reverse some of that momentum. You know what, you know what, down the stretch, like, you know, you mentioned Mike, but I'm going to tell you another part, you know, which we kind of talked about a little bit, you know, just texting. I thought, you know, when we talk about making plays, I thought the play of the game, to be honest with you, was Casey Washington's drop pass. I don't know how you feel about that or not. Um, and I know what happens. I mean, I was a physical you know, defense, but he had it in his hands. And I just, you know, we're sitting here right now, and I know the Illinois fans are frustrated because you can see it everywhere on social media. And they're all in tune with kind of what Brad is saying. They're a little bit frustrated because you let the game slip away from you. And in the end of the game, you have to be able to execute, and you have to be expecting every single thing that can go wrong. I mean, I'm really curious to hear the, the timeout situation, Mike, and the clock management and, and how that played out and what the thought process was behind that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, there, there's so many questions I have to ask. I don't know what's, you know, they just, you have to play. I just don't understand the, um, you know, when I look at a lot of the decisions they make, and Ted mentioned it earlier, virtually every decision they make is a conservative decision. Um, until the end, they go for it on fourth and two when you, you know, in that situation, which I really wasn't against that necessarily. But once again, it was just another the, the same play call. It was like they ran the same thing over and over and thought, well, this time it'll work. And and I don't know. I just wasn't I thought they need to get the ball. They got the ball in Isaiah Williams hands when they were moving the ball. And when they didn't get in his hands, they didn't move the ball. And that's pretty much the, the it, it in a nutshell. Defensively, I thought Iowa was is really good, but I I thought there were holes there that they could have exploited, um, especially in the passing game that they were unable to do with some bad timing and different things and some drops that they have to make against that defense. You can't make you can't drop the ball. I mean, it's just that simple. When you get an opportunity to make a play, you got to make it. I also think the pass interference call they got a field goal on that drive, but that would have given them a chance for a touchdown early. That was when they picked up the flag. Yep. And then the Isaiah Williams spot, and I didn't get to see a good enough replay to tell if he stepped out, it looked like he was in. But, you know, that would have been a first down, and they would have had a chance instead of a field goal at the end to go up 13-9. Maybe they go up, you know, 
or seventeen nine. And it looked that's to me, game. it looked to me, Brad, like he put his his left foot back uh, to get balance, and it looked like he was on the white. It it, it did. Again, I, I didn't I didn't spend a lot of time going back and forth on the rewind, but I maybe I'm convincing myself of something that wasn't there. But to me, I thought that probably was out of bounds. Yeah, and, and I really couldn't tell. That's why I was saying I couldn't tell. I know a lot of people on Twitter thought you know had different things, but from my you know my view, I couldn't tell. Yeah. Um, but I you know I I know the pass interference was definitely a pass interference. Yeah. That they didn't call. I mean, that was one of those really really bad calls. I don't understand how you throw a flag and pick it up, but. Overall, How do you pick you the know, flag up with that? How do you pick the flag up with that? There's no way in the world. Sorry, Brad. There's no way you pick the flag up on that. I don't. I don't get that. And that's. I mean, that's what I say. Oh, I don't, they can't have nice things. You don't pick that flag up because if that. And I'm gonna tell you, they throw the ball. Teams have figured out. You throw the ball deep against Illinois, they're probably gonna. And, and I think the officials were told to look for some of those calls. It's just frustrating because I don't know if Brett's got a bad reputation with the officials because he definitely lets them know what he thinks, guys. I, I don't know, but I they don't ever get the benefit of that with calls. They just don't. The frustrating thing, I guess, is you you know, you you look at a team that was doing, you know, well and then all of a sudden you you know, you have that, like I said, a series of plays and, and it's just like one domino after another and then I didn't I mean, look, I, I didn't necessarily wasn't thrilled by punting there. But I could understand with two timeouts why you would. But then call a timeout, and then to not, and then to go ahead and 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 then go for it, just seemed like it was a little bit out out of they they just seemed like they were out of rhythm, and I, I don't know that you can you can do that timeout at the last yeah yeah but that's indecision you can't have indecision there you got to know what you're going to do before the previous play, you know what I mean that's why when you call the previous play you know what you're going to do. Right. So, the, at least the, in my mind. The other frustration that I had was, and again, I, I'm not blaming this on Paddock, but the number of, of block passes was frustrating. And, and, and to be real frank, you know, his first three passes that he threw when he went, you know, over three, hit receivers in the hands and, and they dropped them. And maybe one of them was due to the sun, but, but in, in the end, there were probably five or six drops throughout the game. You get those, you get those plays, and and you probably move the ball, take enough, take enough time up that that you you end up in a position to win, and you just can't allow that to happen. No, you can't, Mike. And that's what I was saying. Casey Washington was huge. He yeah. had the ball. He just didn't bring it in. And you're right. That I ha- I put that question mark on, on on Twitter a while ago or X, whatever the hell it's called now. You know, is it the quarterback's fault or receivers? Because he put the ball in their hands, and you know you're going to get hit at Iowa because they're very very physical. I mean, my personal opinion, but they had chances, and that kind of goes back to putting guys in play you know, in, in certain positions to win the game. I don't know. I We're sitting here discussing because I know we're all three of us are frustrated because, like you said, you have a chance to win the game and then you just you let it slip away. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it sounds like I'll use me. I'm not going to use you too. You're crying over certain calls. But sometimes I just don't think, I don't know. You look at Iowa, you know, you know they travel well. They have a history. And I think it's easy just to say, okay, you know what? We know Iowa's going to be there. And, and the Big Ten Championship, we're going to travel. But I'm going to tell you, I would much rather see Illinois play um, and go to Indy than Iowa because Illinois at least has an offense. Iowa is – that's 
I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that. I probably won't even watch it. Yeah, no, I know. I agree. I, I mean, it, it'll be fine, though, because, you know, the way the Big Ten 38 to 8 or something like that, you know, because the Big Ten, they don't run people up. If they're playing like an Alabama team, they score a 1,000, you know, against them, or Georgia would score like 100 just for fun. So, but no, I, I, I'll, you know, Iowa wins the last Big Ten West, you know, but they're everything that you want as far as just a consistent winning program. That's what Illinois wants to be, right? I mean, that's what they want to be. But they have an opportunity now. Yeah, they've got to beat Northwestern. To, to, yeah, that's going to be tough. Yes, and, and it, of course. It will be tough, but you know what? When you look before the season, did you say, oh, that's a tough one? No, you no said I thought that was going to be it. I thought so that was an on, Yeah, that was an automatic W, I thought. And that coach, that in reality, that's what I'm saying. he should be coach of the year nationally. Mm-hmm. Given a situation. He should be. He's done a fantastic job. But that's what I'm saying. Like you got now, you got to go out. You got an opportunity. Go win it. If you said I have to win that game to make a bowl, then you know, uh, go win the game. I, I just don't. You know, and this is where this is part of our Alana fandom. You know, but you just got to win when the game's in front of you, and they have their chances. Now go get it. Yeah, I will. I have their chances today in front of them to to wrap it up, and they did it. But there's no reason that Illinois can't do that. Yeah, they'll have to do that next week. Um, we'll yep. be we'll be obviously here, folks. We've got a, a little bit longer uh, podcast coming up in a few minutes where we'll talk with Matt Stevens as well. He's down interviewing coaches and players, even as we're speaking. And then, of course, tomorrow night, the men's Illini play Southern, and they will go ahead and uh, uh, do that, and we'll have a podcast after that. And we are working, of course, on our Northwestern preview. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on and there's a lot of football and basketball yet to be played and this this game against Northwestern really cannot be underestimated because that the prize is 15 extra practices and Iowa's gotten that 15 extra practices probably for 35 of the last 40 years and there's a reason why Iowa has built that program you know, and there's a reason why you get those extra three weeks of practice, extra 15 practices, and you do that over the course of a four-year career, that player is getting an extra 12 weeks. That's really an extra season of practice. And it shows then when they when we, we see games like this that, that, that the teams that haven't been able to do that on a regular basis. Any final thoughts, uh... Yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, it comes down now. You got one week. You got to find a way to get it done, um, you know, against Northwestern next week. You win that game and make a bowl game. First time bowl game in the third years. Just get it done. Yep. Ken? Yep. Just, yeah, just you got to win a game. You know, you got to put this one past. It's going to be a while before you play Iowa again. So, I don't know. I'm just – I'm looking forward to see how they grow and you write those next 15 practices. I, I think it will matter. Yep. All right, folks, we will be back in just a few. So be check, you know, subs- make sure you subscribe to the eye on the Illini. Make sure you share it with your friends on social media. And we will be back uh, with Matt and Ked in a few minutes. You check your download and you'll see us pretty quickly. 